What is good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Kevo Bands Hoops Podcast, man. Back at it again today, Tuesday, April 14th. Hopefully, all you guys are doing good out there, man. Stay safe. Continue to social distance yourselves. You know, go outside and enjoy this good weather, but please try and avoid large groups and gatherings, man. We do not need the coronavirus spreading and getting worse because it's only getting worse. But hopefully, you know, sooner rather than later, this will get better um, before it gets worse. So hopefully all you guys are doing good out there again. Stay safe. Um, you know, continue to learn new things. Enjoy your loved ones. Enjoy your friends and your family. Stay in contact with your friends and your family. Check up on the people that you love because you just never know, man. This world is creepy. This world is scary. Just be safe, man. But with that being said, though, so last night, one of the top ranked uncommitted seniors in the 2020 class finally made his decision and he goes by the name of Josh Christopher. Josh Christopher is one of the best shooting guards in the nation. Some people think he is the best shooting guard. I'd probably say he's top two. But nonetheless, if you don't know who Josh Christopher is, he's a 6'6 shooting guard. He's from Lancaster, California. The past four years he spent at Mayfair High School. I think he said he spent five years there. I think they had like an eighth grade program there. But nonetheless, he spent the past four years playing high school basketball there. This past season, his senior season at Mayfair High School, he averaged almost 30 points per game, 29.4 points per game to be exact, 4.4 assists per game, 11.2 rebounds per game, 3.5 steals per game, and 1.7 blocks per game. And he was the most outstanding player in his league every single season from his freshman year to his senior year. Think about that. But Josh Christopher, if you don't know his game, man, his game just has the complete package when it comes to scoring like this dude has the fadeaway jumper the step back jumper off balance jumper he shoots off one leg he's athletic because i don't know what he can finish with either hand he's very very crafty once he gets to the rim he's really good with the floater game too he's just a really different level type of score like he's a type of player that will be a freshman and he will impact cause basketball from day one and so Last night, late last night at 824 Pacific time, last night he did that to honor Kobe, and I believe he also did that to honor his his, uh, father, whose birthday was yesterday. Shout out to him. He announced his commitment to the University of Arizona State, and he will be a Sun Devil next year playing under Coach Bobby Hurley, and this is a huge pickup. Now, before I actually get into the fit and why he'll be successful at Arizona State, Josh Christopher's recruitment was crazy to say the least he was considering a few different schools i always felt like missouri arizona state and michigan were the favorites and up until yesterday you know almost everybody thought he was going to michigan including myself i thought michigan had him locked i thought Jawan howard did a phenomenal job recruiting him i thought he loved everything about it i thought the situation just worked perfectly but at the same time Arizona State also has Josh Christopher's older brother, Caleb Christopher, who just played his freshman season this past season at Arizona State, too. So that was ties, too. And then you have Missouri, who's also involved, too. And I believe Missouri has his cousin, who I believe is on the um, the strength and conditioning program for the, uh, the Tigers in Missouri. So it was kind of interesting. At a point in time, I thought UCLA was making some ground. I thought Mick Cronin was starting to really recruit him harder and stuff like that. But ultimately, he ends up going to Arizona State. He's probably, I think, I want to say he is their biggest recruit since they got James Harden way back in 2007. And honestly, he probably has much more hype coming alongside of him than James Harden because obviously, you know, not a lot of people knew that James Harden was going to end up being James Harden. But Josh Christopher, everybody has high expectations for Josh Christopher. And they're due, you know, their proper expectation because Josh Christopher is like that. If you get a chance, 
please go watch his highlights. He is the ultimate type of bucket-getting type player. He's one of the best scorers I've ever witnessed. And I've seen a lot of great high school scores, like a lot. I've seen Brandon Jennings. I saw Stanley Johnson. When it comes to Southern California, he's one of the greatest. Like, And that's saying a lot because if you guys know, California in general has produced a lot of top-tier basketball players. But Josh Christopher is up there, man. Like, he is a different type of player, man. He is super fun to watch. He's must-see TV. He's a he's literally a mismatch. Like, again, he's 6'6". He's strong. He's upper body, lower body strength. He has it all, man. In the offensive package, you just cannot teach. Like, the, the type of playing style that he has, you just simply have to be born with it. And Josh Christopher is really like that. Like, he knows how to take advantage of any and every mismatch, man. Like, he has NBA range. He he just has the entire pack when it comes to going. He kind of reminds me of Lil Will, even though he's much more stronger than Lil Will, and he's much more bigger. I think Lil Will's probably like 6'3", 6'4", if that. Josh Christopher is a legit 6'6", and he's probably more close to 6'7", to be honest with you guys. And he's just a fun player to watch, man. Like, this is a huge pickup for Bobby Hurley. I think this was probably the most important recruit that Bobby Hurley's ever going to have to recruit in his career at Arizona State, his head coaching career at Arizona State. And honestly, he got, he got the job done. Like, honestly, I don't think it's going to be another player that Bobby Hurley will recruit that has the offensive package that Josh Christopher has. Like, literally, he's going to go into Arizona State next year, and he might just end up being their number one scoring option. They have some good players there. Don't get it twisted. Like, he's going to come and he's going to play alongside Jalen House. Uh, Alonzo Verge had a really good season this past year. Tayshawn Cherry was really good. Romello White Jr. They got players at Arizona State, but Josh Christopher, I really like this fit for Josh Christopher just because Bobby Hurley is a good coach First and foremost, I think he's a very underrated coach, too. Um, I think, you know, even though Arizona State hasn't had that much success when it comes to the postseason, like the Pac-12 tournament and, of course, the NCAA tournament, I think they were in the first four, what was that, two years ago, and they lost, I think that was to St. John's. But getting a player like Josh Christopher will definitely help you out when March time comes. Like, he's that type of player. He, he loves the big shots. He loves, you know, to have the ball in the clutch. He just loves basketball. I think the my favorite thing about Josh Christopher is he simply a dog? And what do I mean by that? Like, he sincerely hates losing. If you watch him play, he plays with an aggression that tells you, like, okay, I am not trying to lose. I'm here to win. I don't care what I have to do. If I got to put the ball in the basket, if I got to rebound hard, if I got to pass the ball, whatever the case may be, I'm going to do whatever it takes to win. And honestly, he plays like that. He plays with that chip on his shoulder, and that just separates him from the rest of his peers, to be honest with you, because not a lot of people play with that chip on their shoulder. And that's one thing I really, really like about Josh Christopher. And he plays with his emotions. And like sometimes that's a good thing. Sometimes it's a bad thing. But more often than not, especially in a, in a player's case like Josh Christopher, it works out for him. Because, you know, sometimes... When you play with your emotions, sometimes you can let them get the best of you. You know, sometimes you'll get a technical foul. The rest will give you a tech and stuff like that. But Josh Christopher, he plays under control. Yeah, he talks smack, but he backs it up. And that's why that's one thing I always say. If you are talking smack, you have to be able to back it up in anything. Football, basketball, on the street, whatever. Nonetheless, he does it to a T. Like, he talks smack, and he'll go back and get you a bucket. And he'll get you a few buckets. And when you put him on this Arizona State team, I'm not saying they're going to be a top caliber team. You know, some people think they're going to be a top 25 team. I don't know about that. I think if they get Remy Martin back, who's their point guard for the past few years, who's a really good point guard, and he just entered his name to the 2020 NBA draft, if they're able to get him back, then that's a whole different story. But right now, we don't know. It's uncertain what Remy Martin's going to do, if he's going to stay in the draft, or if he's going to come back to school. We don't know. But again, if he comes back, 
that might put Arizona State in contention to not only win the Pac-12, but just be a legitimate team across the country. Because let's face the facts. The Pac-12 has not had that much success nationwide for the past few years. But that's a whole other conversation for a whole other day. Getting back to Arizona State and Josh Christopher. He is going to be a reliable scoring option for, for Arizona State next year. And I mean, he's going to be super, super fun to watch, man. Arizona State fans, you guys should be ecstatic because he's a once-in-a-lifetime player, even though, again, of course, you know, Arizona State has had players like James Harden and, you know, a couple other players. Remy Martin was good. I'm trying to think. It was another dude that was really, really good, too, who graduated uh, recently, but he was really phenomenal, too. They've had players, but none with the, the excitement, the hype, um, the love, the, the fame, the notoriety of Josh Christopher. And he's going to bring some big expectations. <clears throat> Excuse me, some big expectations. He's going to have to back it up. And honestly, I think he will. Like, I, I, I am a fan of Josh Christopher. I really think, I don't know if he'll be a lottery pick. It's a possibility. I don't know. He'll get drafted regardless. But wherever he goes, an NBA team is going to love this dude. I think he's only going to play one season for Arizona State. And so hopefully Arizona State fans enjoy it because he is that type of caliber player, man. He is super super good like he is an elite level player again the scoring package that he has you cannot teach there's no cone drill there's no any drill that you can run to teach his type of scoring package you literally just have to be born with it like you got to watch his game man six six just fade away shots off balance step back whatever he has the package man and he's not afraid of the big time moments and he is going to be a huge and i mean a huge addition for bobby hurley and the Arizona State Sun Devils next year. And the thing is, too, they're also bringing in a solid recruiting class. They're going to bring in Marcus Bagley, who, yes, is the younger brother of NBA player, former Duke player, um, Mar uh, Marvin Bagley. And Marcus Bagley is really good in his own right, too. He's a four-star player, but he can easily be considered a five-star player, too. And they're also bringing in Holland Woods, who I believe is going to have to sit one year out, so I don't think he'll be able to play with Josh Christopher, but he'll be good down the line, too, for Arizona State, too. But nonetheless... Bobby Hurley has done a phenomenal job when it comes to this recruiting class. And again, it's only two players, but that's all you really need. Two big-time wing players that are both 6'6", 6'7". That's really, really good. They'll both bring big-time additions to Tempe, Arizona next year. And again, Arizona State fans, you guys should be ecstatic. I know you guys have been recruiting him or Bobby Hurley has been recruiting him for a very long time. I'm glad it paid off for him. I do think this was the right fit for him. To be honest with you guys, I think, you know, even though Michigan had a lot to offer, I just feel like Arizona State kind of was the best spot for him. I know USC was interested in him too. I thought for a second he could go to USC, but I just felt like Arizona State was the right pick. And so I'm happy for Josh Christopher and his family. I cannot wait to watch him next year, play for the Sun Devils. It's going to be a very, very fun year when it comes to basketball down in Tempe too. And don't forget about football too. Shout out to my guy, Jaden Daniel, McDaniels, who's a phenomenal quarterback for Arizona State too. Moving on, though. So with Josh Christopher committing to Michigan, it kind of felt like a couple other dominoes fell in that same sense. So not not even 12 hours later, early this morning, five star player, top 10 player in the country, in my personal opinion, Isaiah Todd, who's a 6'10 power forward from um, Richmond, Virginia. He currently just finished off uh, his high school career at Word of God Academy, which is a school located in Raleigh, North Carolina. They're a big-time basketball program. They produce players like John Wall and a couple other players like Blake Harris and Jalen Harris. They produce some good players, but John Wall is the most notable. But Isaiah Todd was actually committed to play for Jawan Howard in the Michigan Wolverines, and he actually committed to play for them on October 17th, 17th of last year. And so... It was interesting because he never, during the early signing period, he never signed his letter of intent. 
the late signing period, which is I believe just past or is gonna is coming up. He didn't or he wasn't. It sounded like he didn't have any plans on signing with Michigan. Is my point. And so he actually announced this morning that he will be taking the professional route. Now he didn't clarify where exactly he's gonna go. More than likely, if I had to guess, it's probably be Australia to play in the NBL because it's the next best league after the NBA. And so this was an interesting move. I can't say I was shocked because I honestly seen it coming because it's honestly interesting because a few weeks ago, he actually deleted all of his posts off his Instagram that had anything relating to do with the University of Michigan. And I know it sounds creepy or anything like that. Trust me, I didn't go looking for that information. I just heard about it. Somebody told me about it and I went on his page to see if it was true. And it was true. He took it all out. And he even had, I believe he had University of Michigan men's basketball commit in his bio. He took that out. And so it was interesting again. Him, him and his family were always exploring the overseas route. I had no doubt in my mind that it was a, a possibility. And once he just, once I figured out that he wasn't going to sign, I just knew like he's going to go overseas. And this is a huge loss for Jawan Howard and the Michigan Wolverines coaching staff and their program in general. Because again, you missed out on Josh Christopher, who you did a phenomenal job of recruiting. You couldn't get him, but you did recruit him very, very good. So you already missed him. And, and they really thought they were going to get Jawan Howard because Let's let's face the facts. Colin Castleton, who's a big man, I believe he transferred out. David DeJulius, really, really good backup point guard form, backup shooting guard form. He transferred out, and he's going to go to another program. And so, of course, you're losing Xavier Simpson, Xavier Simpson. He's going to be a senior. You lose John Teske. He was a senior. So, really, you only have a few players like Franz Wagner. You lose Isaiah Livers, possibly, who entered his name to the NBA draft. He's a tweener if he's going to come back or not. So, you, you might lose him. You don't know. And then you, you have Franz Wagner. You got Eli Brooks. Do you really trust Adrian Nunez? I don't know. You got a couple other players, but you're not, you don't have a lot. Like, Juwan Howard is really scrambling right now. I know they just got a grad transfer from Columbia University, who's really, really good, too. He was, had a really good um, career in the Ivy League. So they got him. They got a point guard. But Josh Christopher would have been a huge piece for Michigan. He was going to be coming in from day one and making an immediate impact. And then you throw in Isaiah Todd in there, too. That could have been one of the best one-two punches in the country next year. And the thing is, they would have been both true freshmen. Isaiah Todd is elite. And I mean, like, elite. He's 6'10", but he plays like a guard. Like, he plays on the wing, and he just has the package, man. And it's like, it's crazy because he would have been so, so good because he's just a walking mismatch. Like, he has everything. And I mean everything. He's a really good on the defensive end. He blocks shots. He plays hard. He rebounds his butt off. He has a tight enough handle. He can shoot threes off the dribble, off the catch, whatever you need him to do, Isaiah Todd can do. And with them not getting him, it hurts a lot. But nonetheless, Michigan fans should not worry. And the thing is though, too, I'm not even gonna lie. As a Michigan State fan, I wanted Josh Christopher and Isaiah Todd to go to Michigan just to make not only the rivalry between the schools interesting, but to make the Big Ten as a whole even more interesting. Because you, if you get two big-time players like that, that changes the whole uh, conference. Like, it literally does. And I think, you know, Michigan fans were going to – if they were to get both these players, they're going to celebrate. They're going to say, you know, they're going to beat Coach Izzo. I still think even if they got both these two guys, you know, getting recruits doesn't necessarily mean that you're automatically going to get wins. I still think they probably – if they were to get Josh Christopher and Isaiah Todd, I feel like Michigan and Michigan State probably would have split the season series next year. But nonetheless, you know, sadly they missed out on both. But, again, Michigan fans should not be too worried because they do bring in a solid recruiting class. So you're going to get Zeb Jackson – who's a pretty good point guard out of the state of Ohio. You're going to get Hunter Dickinson, who's a really good big man out of Maryland. 
and they're going to get Terrence Williams, who's also a pretty solid small forward. I believe he's from the DMV area as well. So they got a, a, a really good, solid recruiting class, and they're also going to bring in, I believe, Jawan Howard's oldest son, goes by the name of Jace Howard, so he might be able to do something down the line. I don't know if he's going to be able to do a lot next season. So they bring in a solid recruiting class, but missing those two players who were both their top targets in the class of 2020, it hurts. And I know they're still trying to go after Greg Brown, but Michigan fans, I'm going to tell you guys right now, you're not getting Greg Brown. He's either going to Texas or Auburn. I'll put all my money that I've ever made in my life on that decision. But again, it sucks for Jawan Howard. You know, I, I feel for him, but this is what comes with the territory of recruiting five-star players. And I'm not saying don't recruit five-star players, but when you recruit five-star players, you're either all in or you're not. Like that's how it has to be. You're all in or you're not. If you're not all in, then it's ugly for you. I know Juwan was all in, and I know they're going to have to scramble to put together, you know, the finishing piece of their roster. They're going to have to find some graduate transfers to make some moves, but we'll see what happens. It sucks. I'm happy for Josh Christopher. I'm happy for Isaiah Todd. As long as they feel like these are the best decisions that they could possibly make for themselves and their families for their future, I'm happy for them. I support them. I cannot wait to watch both of them at the NBA level. I cannot wait to watch Josh play for Arizona State next year because that's going to be super, super fun. Now, the last player I want to talk to you guys before I get you out of here goes by the name of Jeremiah Robinson Earl. Jeremiah Robinson Earl is a 6'9 power forward. He's from Overland Park, Kansas. He played at IMG Academy his senior year down in Florida, Bradenton, Florida to be exact. In this past season, in his one season at the University of Villanova, he averaged 10.5 points per game, 9.4 rebounds per game, 1.9 assists per game, and 1.1 steals per game. And the thing was, going into the season, a lot of people had Jeremiah Robinson Earl as a lottery pick. And so his draft stock throughout the course of the season kind of went, it kind of fluctuated. It was up and down. Nobody really knew. And now towards the end of the season, of course, the season, the end of the season is here. It felt like he was going to be like a mid first round pick, a late first round pick. But he actually announced today that he will be returning to Villanova for his second season. And I'm actually super, super ecstatic to hear that because Jeremiah Robinson is a really, really good power forward. Super versatile. He plays his butt off. He rebounds hard. Very, very good playmaker. He can shoot the three. He can shoot the mid-range. He's super aggressive when he's going to the rack. He kind of reminds me of Draymond Green, but with a much more advanced offensive package. Like, that's what he reminds me of. And so, with him coming back, I'm happy because of a few different reasons. One, it's only a handful of it's probably only two coaches in the nation that develop their players like Jay Wright like it's only Jay Wright and Tom Izzo that, were, that develop players that aren't necessarily considered or any type of player like they like coach Calipari coach K of course they get five-star players but they don't really truly develop them they put them in a system where they can succeed for one year and then leave coaches like Tom Izzo coaches like Jay Wright they put their players in the right system to help them succeed, but they also really, really developed him. I think Jay Wright is one of the best developers when it comes to talent in the country. He's one of them. Like, he's developed so many players from Villanova, from Eric Pascal to uh, Ryan Archidiacono to Jalen Brunson to a whole bunch of different players. They Like, Villanova is really good. Michael Bridges, I can keep going down the line. Omari Spellman, Dante DiVincenzo. Jay Wright knows how to develop talent, and I think when you get a player like Jeremiah Robinson Earl coming back, especially because they don't know if Sadiq Bey is going to come back or not, that's a big-time win for Villanova, and I mean a big-time win because, again, he probably would have been a mid-first-round pick, late-first-round pick, but if he comes back, he's going to be able to boost his stock tremendously. Like, he might be able to just put his name into the lottery. Like, honestly, he might be a lottery pick next year. That's how good Jeremiah Robinson Earl is, and now when he comes back, think about this. Villanova's going to have him, 
They're still going to have Brian Antoine, who's going to, he didn't play a lot his freshman year, but he's going to be much more ready his sophomore year. They're going to have Colin Gillespie, who I believe will be a senior. He's been a veteran point guard for them the past couple years. Cole Swider, knockdown shooter. Demir Cosby, Roundtree, really solid big man. Jermaine Samuels, another versatile power forward. And Eric Dixon, who's a freshman, didn't play a lot this past season. I think he was hurt, um, and I think they were trying to kind of redshirt him, but he should be good too. Villanova is going to be really good. I think Villanova will probably end up winning the Big East, especially with Tyshawn Alexander leaving Creighton. Um, and it's going to be fun to see, man. I, I like Villanova a lot. I think this was the right move for Jeremiah Robinson Earl just because you don't have to rush your process. I know a lot of players these days, you know, the NBA is on, it's so close. It's so close in reach. You know, it's your dream from day one. You want to get there as fast as possible. But sometimes you just got to let the process play out. And I think a player like Jeremiah Robinson Earl coming back to Villanova is going to help him out so much down the long run. Because, again, it's only a handful of coaches that develop their players as good as Jay Wright. And I think it's, again, I only think Jay Wright and Tom Izzo are some of the best coaches when it comes to developing their players. No matter five-star, four-star, three-star, whatever, two-star, one-star, those players, or excuse me, those coaches, Coach Izzo and Coach Jay Wright, they develop their players like no other. So I really, really am happy for Jeremiah Robinson Earl. Villanova fans, you guys should be ecstatic for next season. It's going to be another legit national championship team. And so that is that, man. As always, shout out to Nuts and Bolts Sports. Go follow them at Nuts and Bolts Sports SP on Twitter and Instagram. I'm featuring their podcast network alongside a whole bunch of other really, really great podcast content creators and hosters. I'm also a college basketball writer slash blogger slash journalist for Nuts and Bolts Sports feature alongside a whole bunch of other great writers, bloggers, and content creators. So go check us out, man. That is at Nuts and Bolts Sports SP on Twitter and Instagram for all your sports needs. Trust me, I know it's a drought right now, but trust me, Nuts and Bolts Sports has you for anything and everything that you need sports related. But as always, man, this has been another episode of the Kevo Bands Hoops Podcast. Please like, comment, subscribe, rate, review, and share. And if you listen to my podcast on Apple Podcasts, please leave a rate and review. That's how we share grow and expand the podcast you guys be safe out there i'm praying for you all please stay home please continue to social distance yourselves if you have to leave take a walk take a hike but again please stay away from people man but as always peace love and blessings gone